Welcome to the Authentically Kind podcast, where we dive into topics about being a good human. We switch up the format week to week. Sometimes you'll hear an interview, and sometimes you'll hear just from me. I'm your host, Michelle, and on today's episode, I'll be sharing five of my absolute favorite kindness activities. I hope they inspire you and perhaps surprise you. Let's get kind. I am just so excited to talk to you today about my favorite kindness activities. Um, I <laughs> I try to do something intentionally kind every day, um, but I definitely have some favorite things. And sometimes I do these with other people. Sometimes I do them with my daughter. Sometimes I do them alone. Um, and I try to include some that maybe you hadn't already heard about or thought of to help give you some ideas and inspire you to do some kindness on your own. So sidebar, (laughs) I just started doing these podcasts and I have noticed I have this weird thing where um, if when I'm doing the podcast, I have to put my hair up. I don't know why. I just feel like I can be more creative and more free with my hair up. It's like reminds me of if you ever watched that show, a series of unfortunate events on Netflix and the girl, I'm forgetting her name right now, but she always has to take, oh, she always puts her hair up. I thought she puts it down. Oh my God. Okay. So maybe this is a thing and I'm not super weird. (laughs) Anyways, let's dive right into it. I'm going to start out with Uh, One that is a huge craze and it seems like everyone is doing, which is awesome. And that is rock painting. Um, This actually was made popular by a Kindness Rocks project out of Cape Cod in Massachusetts. And now there's like local rock groups everywhere in my state of Connecticut. There's a ton, 860 Rocks, my own kindness group does rock painting. I probably paint, I'm not kidding you and I'm not exaggerating, I probably paint like a thousand rocks a rock painting season, which in my world is like when the snow stops in like March through November. So that's a lot of rocks. So I've learned a lot of tips and tricks over the past couple of years that I've been doing this and I wanted to share them with you because we do get a lot of questions from people. Like it seems like a simple thing to just paint a rock, but there is a little bit of a little bit of science behind it. So obviously the first thing you need are rocks. You can go to like a local river and pick up some rocks. You really want to find the smooth rocks, I would say. That's a really important tip because otherwise the markers you purchase, which I'm going to talk about in a minute, get ruined real quick and they're not cheap. So if you can find some smooth rocks at the beach or a lake or something, or you also can buy rocks, which I know sounds crazy town, but when you do as many as I do, at first I was trying to just like fill buckets going to the river and I'm lugging these like, I don't know, it felt like a hundred pounds, but obviously it wasn't. Uh, buckets full of rocks back to my car and then washing them and drying them. It was just so much So I decided to look into buying rocks. And actually, if you go to like Home Depot or Lowe's or something, you can find rocks there pretty cheap, like a bag of like 100 rocks for like 10 bucks. And they're smooth and they're already clean. So you can get straight to painting, which is spectacular. So step one, find your rocks. Oh, and another sidebar, because the rock craze has gotten so big, 
I actually found that there is a like a landscaping place that has a special you can fill a bucket like one of those orange Home Depot buckets to the top with rocks for five dollars so it is worth kind of looking around in your area and seeing if there's a, a landscaping place that might have something similar for you um let's see what else okay so paint so I like to put a coat of paint on my rocks before I decorate them. You don't have to, you can just decorate the rocks plain, but this is something that I like to do to give them a little more pizzazz. So you wanna make sure you use acrylic paint, not water-based paint, because most likely you're gonna put your rocks outside uh, and you don't want them, the color to rub off uh, from weather or whatever. Um, you also can use spray paint. This is something I do because I do rocks in so much volume. I actually really love experimenting and and mixing my spray paints. Um, you can do rocks a lot quicker that way to get like a base coat on them. So that's another tip for you. Um, paint brushes. You'll want to get some paint brushes. That's only if you're not going to use paint pens. And I highly suggest use paint pens. It's so much easier. Um, so if you do get paint pens, you can get them so many places now, Michaels, uh, Walmart, um, Amazon. Um, the main thing again is to get oil-based paint pens. That is super important, oil-based. Um, and Sharpie makes them too. So you can do a Google search to see what the best ones are, or um, I can do, a, actually I'll link up the blog post I'm referring to uh, on the podcast website, authenticallykind.com, and you can see exactly what I use for my rocks. So last but not least is you, after you paint your rocks and you write quotes on it or decorate them however you want, you have to make sure that you do a clear coat sealer after everything is dry. That ensures that no matter what the weather conditions are outside, your rocks will stay beautiful exactly how you intended them to be. And you can get sealer anywhere. You can get it at your local hardware store. My favorite sealer that I use is actually from Target, believe it or not. It's like a gray, a gray can and you find it with the other spray paint colors there. I find that one doesn't make my paint pen writing run at all because sometimes that does happen to me oh so another tip when you do spray your clear sealer on there make sure to do like one light coating first and then go heavy with it after that so maybe like two or three coats of sealer and you'll be good and just let that dry and then you can put your rocks anywhere you want we've got a couple of rock gardens in our town where we put rocks but i've seen people kind of leave them outside starbucks or the grocery store there's even groups that you can find on Facebook where people tag the back of the rocks with a Facebook group name or whatever, and they rehome the rocks. So like they take a rock they find and they put it somewhere else for someone else to find. So you can do that. Um, and if you're someone who doesn't like making kindness rocks, which is totally fine, but you come across one, do know that you can take them. Like that's what they're for. Um, if you see something that has a message that means a lot to you, go ahead, take it, put it somewhere meaningful to you. I know one guy at our local farmer's market found a rock a while back in one of our rock gardens that said, your mistakes don't define you. And he carries that rock in his pocket every single day. Isn't that amazing? You never know the way that small things like this are going to impact people for the long term. So anyways, um, 
that's like the general overview of how to do kindness rocks. One other tip I did want to give is if you're stumped on what to write on your kindness rocks, I have a Pinterest board. Just go to Pinterest, type in kindness quotes, be kind quotes, whatever kind of quotes, mindful quotes, and you'll find a lot on there that are short that fit on rocks. You can make yourself your own own Pinterest board with that stuff to keep it for later. It's just so helpful because sometimes I really want to do it, but I'm not feeling particularly creative with words. So why reinvent the wheel? So definitely check out Pinterest for some kindness rock inspiration. Okay, that's enough about rocks. I could talk about rocks for a long time, but you're probably like, all right, Michelle, let's get moving. What are your other four ideas? Okay, number two is something that I really love to do as well which is to write quotes on post-it notes and stick them wherever I go. Oh my God, I love doing this. I actually just did this this morning. I don't know why, I hardly ever go to Starbucks, but this morning it was just calling to me to write a note and leave it on the drive-through window. Or not the drive-through window part, but the part where you say what you want your order to be. So I did, went through there. Actually, a friend of mine had given me a gift card so I got myself something and I left a note right there um, um and I think it's a focus on the good with hearts in it of course and a couple hours later I actually got a text message from a good friend of mine Julie hi Julie if you're listening and she said she had just driven through Starbucks and she was like disheveled and just super stressed out and she saw that note and it just helped her like take a minute to refocus. And I was like, oh my God, it must've been the universe saying to me, like, you've got to put this out there. Julie needs this message. And I got to her right at the exact perfect time. That's why I love doing kindness so much. You really never know how these small things are impacting people. Um, so doing this post-it note thing is so easy. You don't even need anything. You just need post-it notes and some markers or even a pen and Again, I always consult Pinterest if I'm stumped and I'm a little, okay, like nuts about kindness stuff. So <laughs> I will literally do the whole notepad, the whole thing of post-it notes. There's like a hundred in there and I'll just sit down and fill it and keep it in my purse. And then wherever I go, I pop a kindness note. It's if I'm in the bathroom somewhere, actually in my bathroom at work, I put like a whole series on the uh, mirror and I didn't tell anyone who did it so it just thrills me like to be in the bathroom and like other people are looking at it and loving it <clears throat> so again that's a super easy thing and also that's something you could do with your kids so is rock painting um so definitely consult Pinterest if you're stumped on what to write on your post-it notes and try it out like just stick it somewhere snap a photo if you want and put it on social media you could tag it with something about kindness you could tag us authentically kind we're on instagram p.s um okay moving on again so number three my third favorite kindness activity is giving out flowers oh my god i love to do this and i have a seven-year-old daughter we've been doing this particular activity, I think since she was one year old, I have pictures of her at one year old holding sunflowers um, in her hand that she's going to give out at the playground. And you could do this anywhere. Even if you just like get like a bouquet of carnations, which aren't too expensive at the grocery store, you can make like 
six to 10 people smile and happy by giving out one flower to each person. And you can do this anywhere. We specifically, or particularly, I should say, love to do this on Mother's Day because moms are awesome <laughs> and deserve a little extra love on that day. And so we will go just like walk into a restaurant and say, hey, is it okay if we give out flowers? And we've never been told no, people love it. So we'll just walk around, give out flowers. And people especially love it when my daughter does it. And I try to follow her lead. So I'll give her the flowers and I'll kind of walk around behind her. Sometimes she's shy and so she needs a little help. But usually once she gets going, she's very enthusiastic about it because she sees the reaction from other people. I'm not kidding you. I have literally seen people cry from getting a flower from us. Cry. I know you think I'm probably making that up, but no. Sometimes people cry because sometimes you just run into someone who's having like a terrible day. We never know what's going on in someone else's life. We never know. The same people that we're walking around the grocery store with, like someone could be grieving a devastating loss or dealing with severe depression or I don't know, whatever it is, having their own crisis of humankind. We have no idea. But when we do something like hand them a flower and say, we hope you're happy or, you know, here's a smile from us, it can mean so much to people. So again, number three, also something you can do with your children if you have them. Um, but again, also a wonderful adult activity because <laughs> I love doing it myself. Okay, number four sending unexpected mail. I've been saying this every time, but I love doing this. I guess that's why this is my top five favorite kindness activities. Sending people mail. It's like crazy because most people don't send mail in the mail, but I love getting a mail. I took my mail almost every day, just like hoping there's going to be something in there that's not a bill <laughs> or not like a magazine of catalog that I don't even remember signing up for. Um, just getting mail from someone. It's so special. It's like old school and, and awesome. So th consider that, like maybe send someone, a friend or a family member, a card and don't tell them about it. It doesn't even have to be for a birthday or an occasion. Just send them an I'm thinking about you card. It means so much to people. People will keep that for years or store it away in a memory box or something or stick it on their fridge. Um, you can really have like a nice impact on someone's day, week, or month just by sending them a little note. And actually, in my kindness group that we have in my town, we have something called Colchester Kindness Mail. So this is also something like if you're a part of a community group of some kind, you can consider starting the same thing or something similar in your area where basically people um, send a message to me and fill out a quick Google form and they just tell me like what the person's name is, who needs a little cheer, what their street address is. They tell me a little information about them and then I send them a handwritten note in the mail Sometimes, actually, most of the time, I actually drop it off in person because I like to include a little lavender oil for people if they're going through a hard time and they're stressed or something because that can help people relax. Um, but you can just send stuff in the mail. And again, it does, it makes people feel valued. It makes people feel less alone. There's so much loneliness and isolation, especially in this world of social media use. We kind of like forget or we don't nurture those in-person 
connections and it's so important. It's super important. Okay. And the last one I'm calling number five street kindness. Bear with me. (laughs) I'm sure you've all like seen street art, um, or street performers doing cool stuff on the, on the street in different places. Well, I like to call this one street kindness. So this means, and again, this is a little out there, but hang out, hang with me. Cause I love doing this personally. It means doing stuff like giving out free hugs or free high fives, or as I've done in the past in my town, stand on a busy corner in your town with a poster that says something kind, like be kind today or love wins or something like that. And wave at the cars as they go by you. It's so fun. It's really fun to do stuff like that. And at least in my state, in my town, you don't need a permit to like stand on the side of the road. So you can just stand there within your legal rights <laughs> and wave at people, especially since we're not talking about anything political. We're talking about spreading love and spreading kindness. So you can just get yourself a big poster board, write whatever message you want, stand out there and wave at people. And it's just so fun. People honk, people wave back, give high not high fives from the car, but well, actually we have gotten that before, but I meant thumbs up, things like that. So that's really fun. And as far as giving out free hugs, like right now in New England, it's farmer's market season. Go to your farmer's market, go somewhere, go to stop and shop, carry around a sign that says free hugs. I love doing this. I've been super into this lately. We did this at our farmer's market last month and we're going to be doing it again soon. Um, I do have my daughter do this with me and she doesn't like to give out hugs um which I totally understand I would never make your cat kid hug anyone if they don't want to I I, uh, yeah so she her sign says free high fives which is much more in her comfort zone so we walk around with our little signs and this actually worked great too to have both of us with the different options because I've noticed that some people don't want to hug but they will definitely do a high five and it's all about consent people We shouldn't hug people that don't want to be hugged. And if you're not comfortable giving hugs, then just skip this activity. Or you can make yourself a high five sign or whatever kind of street art thing you can think of about kindness. You should go for that. So yeah, so those are my top five favorite kindness activities. I hope that you learned something today. And I would love to know if you like doing any of these things already or if you're inspired to do one so hit me up on instagram at authentically kind send me a message or tag me in a post if you do anything i would love to hear about it okay that's it for now i'll see you next week thanks everyone thanks so much for listening to the authentically kind podcast links to anything we discussed today are available on authenticallykind.com If you like what you heard, please hit that subscribe button and leave a positive review. And hey, if you could tell a friend about this podcast or 10, that would be awesome. Let's spread kindness together.